Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please, enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts Podcast. My name is Nikki Evich and I'm your host for episode number 52 called Unit 2, Cell Structure and Function, Macromolecules that Make Up the Cell Membrane. Today we will be discussing the structure of the cell membrane. So, what is a fluid mosaic model? A fluid mosaic model describes the structure of the plasma membrane as a mosaic of components that gives a membrane a fluid character. These characters are combinations of phospholipids, cholesterols, proteins, carbohydrates, etc. So all in all, um, the membrane is made up of a bunch of different molecules that are distributed across the membrane. If you were to zoom in on one of the cell membranes, you would see a pattern of different types of molecules put together, also known as a mosaic. These molecules are constantly moving in two dimensions in a fluid fashion similar to icebergs floating in an ocean. This is why it's a fluid mosaic model because they're constantly moving and the mosaic naming comes from, it's kind of a combination of all different types of looking macromolecules and different types of things that make it look very abstract. So now I'm going to delve into a little bit more about each macromolecule. So the first is lipids. So the first type of lipid in the cell membrane is the phospholipid bilayer, and this is made of hydrophobic tails and hydrophilic heads, and this helps determine what kind of molecules can get in and out of the cell without the need for like transport proteins or anything else. Um, the second type of lipid is fatty acids, and so these help determine the cell fluidity. So saturated fatty acids are chains of carbon atoms that only have single bonds between them. And so as a result of this, the chains are straight and easy to pack tightly. And then unsaturated fatty acids are chains of carbon atoms that have double or triple bonds between them. And the double or triple bonds create kinks in the chains, making it harder for the chains to pack tightly together. So saturated are better organized and double or triple bonds are also known as unsaturated are not organized. And then the third major type of lipid in the cell membrane are the cholesterol. And this helps with the structure and the fluidity also because they prevent the phospholipid bilayer from separating too far. And these are randomly distributed across the phospholipid bilayer and they help the bilayer stay fluid in different environmental conditions. And without the cholesterol, the phospholipids in the cell walls would start to get closer together when exposed to cold, making it more difficult for small molecules like gases to squeeze in between the phospholipids, 
like they normally do. So without cholesterol, the phospholipids start to separate from each other, leaving large gaps. So it really does help keep the cell membrane from getting too far apart or too close and help find that even balance. And then the next macromolecule is carbons. So the first is the glycolipid. And so this is a lipid with a carb attached on the outside of the cell membrane. So it technically is a lipid too. Um, and this just helps stabilize the membrane structure. And then the next is the glycoprotein. And this is a protein with a carb attached. And this is um, this helps stabilize the membrane structure as well. So both the glycolipid and the glycoprotein, they help stabilize the membrane structure. And then moving on to just proteins. There are many different proteins. So the first is channel proteins, and these act like a pore in the membrane that lets water molecules or small ions through quickly. So this is like a transport way. And then peripheral proteins, these hang on the side, and they are used for transport or communication. Then there is also integral proteins, and these go all the way through the membrane. And these are used for transporting larger molecules like glucose across the cell membrane. They have regions called polar and nonpolar regions that correspond with the polarity of the phospholipid bilayer. And so I mentioned how cholesterol and fatty acid chains unsaturated or saturated affect fluidity. And I think it's also important to point out that temperature also affects cell fluidity. And so in high temperatures, lipids spread, and in low, they get too close. So this affects how far apart or how close together the phospholipid bilayer gets from each other. So it's, this kind of emphasizes the importance of the cholesterols and the fatty acid chains. So finally, it's important to make connections to why this is so important to the course. So the cell membrane is so important because it's a fluid form, and so this makes it not totally closed off, but permeable. And permeability is very important so the cell can import and export needed materials. And this plays a role in homeostasis. It allows the cell to survive in diverse environments. And we learned all about the different macromolecules and how they make up cells. And this is an example of how macro macromolecules make up an integral part of the cell and just make up all life existing. Thank you for listening to this episode of my AP Biology Thoughts podcast. For more student-ran podcasts and digital content, make sure you visit www.hvspn.com. Bye now.